Hello, I'm Father Dan Serratori from the St. Benedict's Catholic Community in Burwood, Melbourne, and welcome to our podcast. We hope you're blessed by this homily recorded at our Sunday Mass. May it enrich you and may it inspire you to embrace more fully the love, the life, and the mission of Jesus. Enjoy. Have you ever wondered what the secret is to a long, happy life? I was reading an article this week on some centurions and they were sharing their secret. Here are some of their secrets. One said, see the funny side of life, be agreeable, accept what's dished out and play table tennis. Another one said, learn to accept your limitations and not fight them. A third one said, a vodka martini a day, no cigarettes and hard work. And a fourth one said, sleep anytime, anywhere. Fair enough. Then, of course, in the gospel today, Jesus reveals his own secret. His own secret to a long, and we know what Jesus means by long, uh, happy life. And, And once again, Jesus gives us his secret through an image, through an an analogy. He says, I tell you most solemnly, unless a wheat grain falls on the ground and dies, it remains only a single grain. But if it dies, it yields a rich harvest. I love how Jesus makes the connection between how God has made nature to work and how God has made us to work. We know how seeds work, right? We know that seeds can uh, have life dormant in them for a very, very long time because they have this shell around them, what they technically call a jacket. The only way for the the shell to, uh, or the seed, to release life is for that that shell, that jacket, to, to break apart, to die. In this image, Jesus is saying two things to us. He's saying, firstly, the time is coming for me to be glorified. I'm about to reveal the love of God, the love of the Father, most perfectly. And the way that's going to happen is through death, like the seed. The second thing Jesus is saying through this image is that this is the path that you too want to take if you want to share in the glory. This is the secret. Something in you has to die. Now, what is this dying that Jesus is talking about? We know uh, for him it involved a physical dying on the cross. But, but for us, it, 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 there's a different kind of dying that Jesus is really talking about here. It's not a physical, but, but more of an interior, a spiritual dying that needs to take place. And, and there are various ways we can sort of unpack what Jesus is talking about here. He's certainly talking about moving beyond our focus on ourselves, (laughs) on uh, our comfort, our desires, our pleasure, our plans. That's certainly what he means by dying. It certainly involves that, moving beyond that. And it also means... uh, to love generously, to die, is to live with a self-sacrificial love. That's also what he means by dying. But there's another angle uh, from which we can 
uh, understand what Jesus is, is talking about when he, he invites us to die. And, and, and this other angle has got something to do with vulnerability. For the seed to die, it needs to become vulnerable, does it not? It needs to expose itself to the elements, to the water, to the sun. It needs to allow itself to be broken open. You know, I, I often wonder why we struggle so much to be vulnerable. Why do we find it so hard to allow ourselves to be seen for who we really are? And I'm, I'm including myself in this. <laughs> this is a, a topic that's very close to my heart. I find myself wrestling with this question often because I know how crucial it is if we want to live well, if we want to build a healthy spiritual life. Vulnerability is absolutely essential. If we stop and we think about it, we know that we are vulnerable, don't we? We know we could be taken at any moment. <laughs> we know that. We know we're not in control. We know that we have so many limitations, regardless of how smart or how powerful or wealthy we may be. So why do we find it so hard to be honest about our insecurities, our fears, our weakness, our needs. Why do we always have to be right? Why do, we, why do we have such a black and white way of seeing the world at times? Why are we so fixed in our perspective? Why do we find it so hard to accept feedback from others? Why do we find it hard to say sorry? Why do we carry a facade? Why are we one way with one group of people and another way with another group of people? Why are we so hesitant to allow other people to come into our struggles? Why can we be so resistant to the care and the affirmation and the love of others? Now, I certainly don't have the answers to all these questions, but, but one reason... One reason for our struggle to be vulnerable is that just like the grain of wheat Jesus is talking about, the seed, we too have a shell. We too have an outer shell. I, um, this is the image that came to mind when I was, I was thinking of this shell. Thanks, Alex. You seen this? Bubble soccer? <laughs> you, you done it? Apparently it's fun. I've never done it. But this is the image that came to mind. It seems to me that Jesus is saying uh, through this this image of the, of the, the grain of wheat, that, that, that we carry an invisible barrier. We, we carry a shell. And it's this shell that keeps us from being vulnerable, that gets in the way of our flourishing. What is this shell? Well, part of it is our sin. Part of it's just the build-up of our sin. We reflected on that last week, yeah? When what sin does is it causes like a, a division between us and God. But I think this, this, this shell is also the build-up of all of our pain, all of our disappointments, all of our regrets, which have caused us to, 
to kind of create this, this psychological, emotional, spiritual shield. And it's a shield that's there to protect us. It's perfectly understandable that we do this because when we're, when we're hurt, when we're disappointed in life, we naturally want to protect ourselves, right? And so we do it. We do it unconsciously. We create this, this kind of wall around us. The problem with this wall, the problem with this shell, is that it not only protects us from threat, but it also pr protects us from God. It prevents us from receiving everything that makes life worthwhile. It holds out the love of God that enables our, our seed to grow and our life to flourish. Uh, the prophet Ezekiel, he, he talks about this shell uh, by using the language of our hardness of heart. Our heart in, in our defensiveness, in, in our efforts to protect ourselves, our hearts be, can become hard and, and, um, and distant and defensive and cold. Unless we die... Unless, we, unless we, we crack open this protective shell that we've formed around us, our world will remain very, very small and, and very self-focused and, and actually very anxious because in, in the small world, we, we're depending totally on ourselves. In this small world, we, we also have a very limited capacity to love because our love is totally based on our own resources, whatever it is that we can produce. But when we humble ourselves before God, when we die to this, this, this hardness of heart, the shell starts to crack open. And then the glory of God that Jesus is talking about today, then the glory of God can come in. And it's this glory that not only transforms our life and makes us new, but gives us this, this endless uh, kind of supply of resources so that we can love others and so that we can live out the purpose that God has called us to live out. That's what Jeremiah is getting at in, this, in the first reading with that beautiful image of what God is really saying through Jeremiah. The days are coming when deep within them I will plant my law. I will write it on their hearts. God's saying that I will give them this endless stream of life and of love and, and it will spring up from within them if we allow God in. If we can die to that shell The purpose of Lent and the purpose of all of our spirituality really is to help us to be vulnerable, to help us to, to break down this, this invisible protective shield that's around us so that we can receive Easter glory, so that our hidden life can, can burst forth just like the seed. And here's the encouraging thing. We only need a little bit of vulnerability. Just a little bit. God just needs a little crack to get in. 
I'm reminded of the, the song by a, a, Cana a Canadian composer, uh, Leonard Cohen, and in the song he says, deep, he says, <laughs> ring the bells that still can ring. Forget your perfect offering. There's a crack, there's a crack in everything, and that's how the light gets in. A little crack. So in these, past, in these last few weeks, as we head towards this celebration of Easter glory, I want to invite you to look for a little crack. Just a little crack in your armour. Look for an area of your life that is a little sensitive, perhaps a little broken, and, and be, just be really real with God about that area. Be vulnerable. Perhaps not only with God, but with someone else in your life that you can trust. When I say be vulnerable, I don't mean kind of bring it, you know, complain with God about it and get all frustrated about it, but I mean bring it before God or bring it before someone else in a, in a, in a spirit of humility and, and in a quiet trust. Maybe it's a concern about how you look or an anxiety about money, a fear of rejection or... Maybe it's an uncontrollable temper or, or some other kind of pattern of sin in your life. Whatever it is, bring it to God and allow his light to get in there and slowly break open any shell that you may have and allow that light to soften your heart. Allow it to help you to die so that you can be raised to new life this Easter. You can find reflection questions for this homily at stbenedicts.com.au forward slash homily. Thanks for joining us today and have a great week.